0: Love, talk, radio. Ladies and gentlemen, tonight's podcast will be dealing with subjects of a very adult and sensitive nature. We urge those who are more sensitive not to listen. This broadcast is not for younger listeners. Please be advised, once again, this broadcast is not for younger listeners. Please join us again next week when hopefully our broadcast will be a little more of a general nature and will be able to be listened to and enjoyed by all audiences. Thank you very much, and now on to the show. Live from the Dean's Den, the Dean of Wrestling Referee, Steve Kane, with Wrestling News Wrestling views and wrestling reviews. Sit back, pop a cold one, and get ready for Live from the Dean's Den. Hello again, wrestling fans, and welcome to the latest edition of Live from the Dean's Den. I am the Dean of Wrestling referee, Steve Kane. Um, Lee Walker is uh, currently. At the moment, uh, recording his uh, Perch on the Top Rope podcast, so uh, we're not exactly sure whether he will wind up uh, making, this, uh, making this week's episode or not, so we're going to go ahead and I'm going to keep going with everything that uh, we started last week. Um, for those of you who were not here last week, um, last Friday... When we did this podcast, for those who listen on uh, replay, we broadcast live every uh, Friday evening at uh, 10 p.m. Eastern off of Blog Talk Radio. And um, right before we were uh, set up to go on the air, the well, actually, during that day, the speaking out movement the hashtag speaking Out started to trend on social media and as as Lee and I were uh, reporting and uh, talking to you folks there were things happening out on uh, Twitter land as this as this whole hashtag kept uh, growing and growing and various cases were starting to come about, and we just actually were more or less reporting things as they were happening on Twitter. Now, um, I've not uh, done a check on there today to see if there's anything going. I might do that in a little while. uh, That uh, will possibly even depend on uh, whether Lee is able to make it or not. So, Uh, I'm going to go ahead and get started with uh, some of the things that have happened since uh, for those of you who uh, listen to TNT on BTR um, occurred after we went off the air Thursday night and not too long after we went off the air Thursday night, Tessa Blanchard who was until last night, the Impact World Champion was fired and obviously, of course, stripped of the Impact World Championship. Now, that was going to cause a bit of a wrench in Slammiversary because she was supposed to be part of a uh, five-way match. Well, the day before, of course, Michael Elgin had been suspended by Impact Wrestling because of uh, complaints that had been lodged against him in regards to the Speaking Out movement. And for those who are regular listeners of uh, uh, TNT on BTR know we are not talking about the uh, Molly Woodward situation. Um, That one apparently seems to have, not been an actual case and therefore it was dismissed um however there have been other situations that uh elgin has been involved in um with women unwilling women and (coughs) excuse me so this finally hit out and and earlier today it was announced that they were pulling his material that was uh, already pre-recorded, and they were not going to be using him again. And then eventually by about 1:30 uh, central time, he was finally terminated. So now you no longer have a champion. you don't have the top challenger. And this is with a pay-per-view just a week or two out. So we've got that. We're going to return to that um, in a minute. But then more news came out of WWE and uh, NXT uh, UK. And that was the case that um, uh, Liguero who is the um, mask wrestler who uses the uh, mask with the horns, very uh, similar to psychosis or numerous other, numerous other luchadors um, has been um, now released from the company. Um, He was, uh, accused by uh, UK indie wrestler Natalie Sykes of uh, sexual harassment. Now, um, he had claimed that uh, this was all false and that he was speaking to a lawyer. Well, obviously, as um, we reported last week when uh, Jack Gallagher was released shortly before um, airtime. There obviously was quite a bit of evidence that was back there that showed that these weren't just false allegations. Um, they're definitely they're definitely true. Um, his profile on the WWE roster page was removed this afternoon um, earlier this week. Uh, he had uh, taken his uh, Twitter offline, so there's so there's more um, going on here than uh, meets than meets the eye. And then later on this afternoon, the second um, NXT UK star has uh, been has been released by WWE. And, um, that happens to be, um, let me get, let me get it here. Uh, Travis Banks. So Travis Banks was, uh, released, uh, earlier this afternoon too. Um, so now it's, uh. Yeah, so now it's a now it's a big question: who is going to be next? Whether it's going to be another NXT UK star, or whether it will go to the stateside roster. Now this is a real tricky situation here, um, as it is. Of course, there are no NXT UK tapings that. Are currently in place because um, the wrestlers cannot travel due to uh, COVID nineteen. So um, they're they're up in the air because they don't have over there the type of uh, setup that uh, WWE has in Orlando with the uh, with the training center. What they've got is basically a warehouse um, and I'm not even exactly sure where in uh, England they have that warehouse but uh, it's it's not it's not of the caliber of the uh, performance center I will I will say that much so um, so as of now from uh, impact uh, Blanchard is gone Elgin is gone, and now also today from uh, UK Ligero and banks are gone. Um, now there's now there's actually even uh, more going on um, with uh, Michael Elgin. It's because uh, this seemed to happen at uh, the at the last uh, set of impact tapings. And I'm pulling this up here so that I can uh, get everything absolutely correct because I don't want to – I never, I never want to mislead you listeners at all. Um, but uh, besides – but apparently besides the speaking out movement, um, there was a uh, physical altercation – between Michael Elgin and Sammy Callahan backstage at their most recent uh, Impact TV taping. Um, the two were in a match that uh, was involving Ken Shamrock. They couldn't decide how the match should start, and the argument um, got, uh, got physical. And so uh, apparently uh, Scott Demore. Had to step in to break things up.
1: Um,
0: so <clears throat> Elgin had been um, Elgin was supposed to, of course, let's just say, be uh, part of the uh, title match slam anniversary. Um, apparently, there was also at one point um, going to be a uh, um, an impact version of Team Canada so oh, Impact, Impact is not only uh, not only steal from uh, WWE with uh, Castle Culture being of course a, uh, another version of uh, Right to Censor but now they were going to go ahead and do a uh, Team Canada thing as well Uh, But obviously now with uh, Elgin gone, um, that's that's not happening at all. So um, now uh, getting back a little bit to the Tessa Blanchard thing. um, Part of the problem here with Blanchard was that um, while she was holed up in Mexico, and refusing to leave, um, she'd been asked to uh, supply video so they could do via satellite interviews and that with her, and she didn't do it. Then um, they said, "Well, hey, if you're not going to do that, we want you to get oh come over here, do a taping, drop the drop the belt." So she refused to do that. And that was and that was it. She was done. Um now for an old timer like me, what uh that is reminiscent of was the legendary Sandaleri at Hanson. Now <clears throat> a lot of you may recognize the name. Um a lot of you may not know why I'm making the comparison. Well, back in, back in the uh, 80s, Stan Hansen was the AWA World Heavyweight Champion. And, of course, the AWA was owned by Vern Gagne. Well, um, Stan was over in Japan, and Stan made frequent trips to Japan during his active years in the industry. He and Bruiser Brody, God rest his soul, they were, in fact, gods in Japan. And Vern wanted Stan to drop the strap in Japan to somebody that was someone he considered a lesser talent. And he refused to do that. Burn said, well, that's it. You're fired. Send back my belt. And, of course, the AWA belt... Um, Inside inside the industry, it was known as the prison belt because apparently, according to the stories, Fern um, had this made in the Minnesota State Prison so he could get it for practically nothing. Fern, if anything, was a cheap tightwad. Um, well, Stan apparently, Stan returned the belt, but according to the legend, um, he actually uh, ran it over with his uh, pickup truck a couple of times before he packed it up and sent it back, and so Hearn had to use some sort of uh, Urzat's, uh title until he could get a uh, get a new belt made. So, <clears throat> so anyway, that now that uh, of course begs the question: Will Tessa, at least, send the belt back, because of course, uh, you know, in a big company, when you're a champion, you take that belt with you, and you show it off every place that uh, every place that you go, and so that, and so you know, the case would be that Tessa would actually be in physical possession of the Impact World Title belt, so now um impact anthem sports can legally if she does not return the belt <clears throat> at least by the time of the pay-per-view they can legally go after her although uh good luck trying to serve a warrant on her in Mexico for a lawsuit uh, so um i have i have a feeling anthem's going to be out another uh Brand or two as soon as they can find somebody to make a belt. Now, again, what this what this is doing is it's uh, it's changing plans for Slammiversary. Now, um, here so here is what's uh, here's what's going on with that situation. Um, Now, um, it, was suppo- it was supposed to be Elgin, Trey Miguel, Ace Edwards, Ace Austin, Eddie Edwards, and Tessa Blanchard in the fatal five way. With uh, Elgin and Blanchard gone, you're now down to Miguel, Austin, and Edwards. So, um, they so they're gonna have to they're gonna have to figure out there's uh, the rumor has um, impact putting in other opponents um, possibly even moose
1: with the idea of um,
0: them going ahead and uh, you know, "Quote unquote," combining the title, so that's uh, so that's kind of that's kind of where that is at the at this moment. Um, now, going to get to a uh, wonderful subject that uh, kind of really started this whole thing, and that is the Jim Cornette situation now of course uh back last Thursday when we started all of this or actually when this whole situation started the uh trigger for it was Jim Cornette and a uh, report that his that uh he and his wife Stacey, engaged in uh um well let's say Extracurricular activities um, with other with other wrestlers, and not by consent. So um, it was alleged that they groomed young OBW talent and inducted them into a strange cult of sexual service and other restrictions. Um, and the uh, and there is somebody who. Um, ERN audiences know very well because he's been kind of a regular of ours over the years, and he can, in fact, verify these things. And that is our good friend, um, OVW manager extraordinaire, Kenny Starmaker bola Now, of course, uh, Kenny has his own Podcast, long-time podcast, uh, one of the uh, best ones in the business, uh, if I do say so myself, the Bowling Alley. Um, so, in the last uh, couple of weeks, um, Kenny and his son Chris have been um, talking about uh, the uh, Cornet situation, and so um, Kenny was quoted about uh, his knowledge of the situation in this way. He says, yes, I was aware, and people asked me why didn't I say anything. Well, number one, it wasn't my place to say anything. Um, Number two, anyone who would say something, I would think uh, anyone getting lured into this would be the one to say something. Um, Now, they couldn't confirm the rumor that uh, Jim is into golden showers. Now, Chris uh, noted that the uh, reason that nobody batted an eye about Jim's personal life is because it's not so strange in comparison to the rest of the pro wrestling business. There's dark stories all over, and Jim and his wife swinging didn't fall into the category of crazy stuff, or the fact that, they, that it didn't was not that hard to believe. That seems bad outside the wrestling business, but not inside it. Um, And it was said that nobody came forward for years because it would have cost most individuals their jobs. Now, um, of course, uh, as many of you know, the wrestling business is a uh, very political business. Um, You don't kiss the right rear end, and uh, you will find yourself... uh, not only out of a job with uh, that company, but uh, with uh, probably every company around. Now, um, Kenny also made this um, major, major claim. Um, He claimed that Stacy Cornett had already been with the Big Show before she met Jimmy. And um, he then commented that he's seen Big Show naked smoking a cigarette, and that's not a pretty sight. All I know is that any girl he's been with, that's not my territory.
1: Um,
0: and then uh, he paraphrased an email from an unnamed former huge star in WCW, and it was about the first time he met Jimmy. Uh, Jim and Stacy. Apparently the situation ended with uh, Stacy offering to blow Kevin Nash. Um, no confirmation whether, uh, Big Kev allowed her to do it. Um, and then, uh, Kenny went on to say that there are a lot of powerful people in WWE who knew what was going on, but they didn't do jack about it. Um, OBW, um, was, uh, was of course, WWE's developmental territory at the time. Um, now, Cornet outright, of course, denied these claims. Um, he's done that on his podcast. Um, and uh, his attorney, who, of course, is his show's sponsor, Stephen P. New, has uh, gotten into the situation as well. Well, Uncle Kenny... That uh, new doesn't know what kind of can of worms he's open. and I and I can tell you, um, I uh, I messaged uh, Kenny earlier today, um, and so <clears throat> what's going on is that um, right now, of course, uh, he makes money off of his uh, YouTube podcast so he's um, right now kind of laying low on uh, on doing other things um, and he might uh, get back with us in a few days um, but uh, from what he understands, um, and uh, for those who were listening last night we announced that there was a second person who was backing up the original stories about uh, Jim and Stacy. But uh, from what uh, Kenny Bowen is saying, there's a few more people coming forward against uh, Jimmy in the very near future. And uh, so there he's not talking right now because he wants to let uh, that naturally flow. But um, that's, that's the thing, folks. It's uh, definitely um, a very serious, very legitimate situation right now. Um, now, don't uh, we don't know exactly um, what's gonna what's gonna happen here. Um let's see here. In ah, fact I can tell you uh, give me just a second here. sorry about that little bit of hydration. Um, Josh Ashcraft, Craft, um, who is a current OBW employee, and for those who are not aware, um, OBW is uh, currently owned by a gentleman who um, is a longtime friend of mine. I've uh, were I was working with him when he was still uh, out running around on the uh, independent scene before he made a name for himself in uh, first in Smoky Mountain, then ECW, then WWE, um, Al Snow. And so uh, Ashcraft, who uh, currently works now from, uh, OVW, for OVW, stated on Twitter that uh, Phil Early, the original... Um, poster is not lying um, And in fact He says Bill Early is not a liar The name that was blanked out in the messages Was mine I will support and back him on this fully He was trying to protect me by giving Background and context to his story This may take a few tweets To so stay with me When I got involved with the Cornets I had heard the stories and rumors About stuff Like everyone else did Things didn't get bad until late 2015 when I tried to separate myself from the situation. I had started to get interested in someone and decided that I wanted to move on. Suffice it to say that um, the situation didn't end well. Stacey threatened me by saying she would have me blackballed in the business. Sending me pictures of self-harm, she said that I was cause of, et Shortly after, I randomly got popped for a P test. Then, my apartments where I was living, Section 8, so that tells you how little WWE was paying at the time, um, with a new girlfriend, kept getting random inspections and complaints on me. It was against my lease to have her with me. I had been told that she had reached out to my job in the hope, in hope of getting me fired. She continued to message me even after I told her that even seeing her was giving me severe anxiety and panic attacks. I know it sounds stupid, but I had heard rumors of things that went on well before I ever met them and realized that it was in my best interest to just ignore it and try to move on. Then Phil Early came out with his story. He needed me to help give context to his situation. After everything came out, I received calls and messages from Jim, Stacy, and their attorney claiming it was me. Why would I do this, etc.? I told them the messages weren't from me and I had nothing to do with it. But everything lined up with what I had experienced. I have been a sleeping mess since last Thursday night. I have had panic attacks and massive anxiety with all this crap coming back up. I was informed that they were making Phil's life hell, and I won't stand by anymore. I won't let him be called a liar. I know this may damage me, but part of my reasoning for not speaking out was being scared. Yeah, I'm mad enough to admit that I'm sleeping terrified of typing this out, but it's the right thing to do. I was then told that on this past week's show, Jim said that he talked to me and I was fine with it. I'm not, and I said as much. I don't kiss anyone's belief when I see them. I was raised to be polite, and in a work setting, I kind of have to be. I realize that I'm not a perfect person, and I know that in life people make mistakes. I made a mistake by staying quiet about this. Phil Early doesn't need to be called a liar, a fake, or be stopped. He's trying to do the right thing and help people. That's something commendable, and I'm proud of him for it. We can be better, all of us. There are people who have been harmed way worse than me. Protect them. Protect the people helping others, even at your own personal expense. I won't be bullied anymore by safety, Jim, or anyone else. This isn't for clout, recognition, or anything else. This isn't to get my name out there. I didn't want it out there. I wanted to get as far from this as possible, but this is the right thing to do to back a friend. Thanks for listening. Support people doing good things. so that's the, that's the big thing right uh, right there with uh, with that one, um, and so we're going to go ahead and um, and we're just and I'm going to go ahead, Mickey, uh, head up on uh, Twitter right now because I just want to. See by any chance uh, what else might uh, be happening on this. uh, If there's if there's anything new that's uh, coming out, uh, I want to go ahead and um, give you give you fans um, the uh, the updates on that. So let's let's see. What is happening on this? Because uh, I do want to. Oh yeah, there's been there's been activity. <coughs> now, let's see. Okay, so um.
1: All right. So let's see here. Um,
0: oh, um, I'll go ahead. I will. I will mention this. Uh, um, New York. Uh, New York Wrestling Exchange. Paul um, James, former uh, NXT talent, who was the uh, head trainer for the for their school and their booker, is out. He has he has been fired as a result of this. Um, so, I'm gonna. All right. Um, okay. I wanna I
2: wanna
0: see this one. All right. Here are a a you're still doubting me, ask yourself why. What do I possibly gain against speaking out against these people? I already stopped attending wrestling shows in January, and I never want to go back. Uh, I've made myself a target. Again, my mental health is a mess. Not to mention the fact that the match has started stuff this mess happened in March 2018, and my desire participant One, regardless of the nature of wrestling being at work, there would be nothing for me we've had about had the abuse that is the same okay let's see if we can uh, alright now um that's not what's going
1: on here let's
0: uh, see if we can find a uh, explanation. Unfortunately unfortunately there is there is no explanation for what has been uh, what has been said. So if uh, so if anyone knows this uh, young woman um, please uh, have Please have her contact me Uh, via the live uh, from the dean's den page on Facebook. Um, Oh, um, so there's. I mean, right now, um, yeah. it It doesn't. It doesn't seem. Be anything, um, anything that uh, I know. Um, okay, so um, let's go ahead, and in that case, uh, we'll uh, start uh, running off onto um, or. Situations concerning uh, Concerning COVID 19 crisis Within uh, WWE Um, And Okay Hmm Well Here's a, here's a big one. Uh, um, David Bixson's fan um, just uh, had posted this uh, just about a half an hour ago. If I was set for life financially and trained at the WWE performance center to become a pro wrestler, my response to how WWE has handled the pandemic would be wiring my way into a release from my contract, not tweeting that the whistle whistleblowers are snitching. And so uh, somebody asked him who said that and he replied the rock daughter And this is and this is pretty and this is pretty big. Um, of course uh, we know that um, Renee Young has uh, tested positive um, Kayla Braxton tested positive and this is her second go round on this. Adam Pierce has tested positive and then uh, today um, it, uh, it came out that uh, Jamie Noble has also tested positive for, for uh, COVID-19 uh, and, uh, and uh, um, developmental talent Tariqa who would use it as an extra. Um, has uh, has come out uh, positive on with uh, with COVID nineteen. So this is a uh, so this is another big deal going on. Um,
1: we're, uh,
0: we're we're get, we're getting some uh, uh, situations here. Um, Ric Flair is not going to be back at uh, any uh, upcoming tapings at the Performance Center. And of course uh, that being because uh, Ric Flair has had uh, numerous health issues, was actually uh, on death's door for a while there um, a couple of years back. But um, <clears throat> it's, uh, so the new world floating around just that uh, WWE could be short a couple of main roster stars until the company mandates massive TV tapings as well. Uh, this is Rick Flair. Wrestlingnews.co uh, says that according to people they've spoken to backstage, there are wrestlers considering staying home for the next tapings and quote, at least two members from the main roster have decided that they will not return until a requirements for anyone not involved in the match. Uh, the site reports that one person backstage was furious for having Rick Flair on shows considering Flair's health issues from a couple of years ago, although Flair is said to have been happy to be at Raw and have the choice to stay home. Uh, one person believes that the choice should have been made for him by WWE instead of giving him the option to show. Flair is reportedly not set to be a future taping after the spate of positive tests in the company recently. Um, and uh, and this is and this really gets uh, gets to the heart of a lot of matters. Um, there's some There are some stories that there are some uh, wrestlers that are upset uh, because it seems that uh, there's a lot of secrecy with uh, WWE management um, that uh, have... uh, as far as how the, uh, uh testing protocol is being conducted, um, so, um, it's just, uh, you know, this is, this is just, again, uh, that situation that, uh, well, oh, um, Could have been could have been handled well. Should have been handled better on a federal level, and because the federal is not handling it right, certain particular states are also not handling it right, and Florida is one of those states. And it's been this has been talked about uh, numerous times. Uh, I'm not going to bring this into a, uh, um, political vein right now. Uh, this, that's been, that's been done. In fact, it's been done to death. Uh, so hopefully, uh, at some point, you now, in the not too distant future, there'll be some situations made, uh, and of course, uh, the rumor flying around is that uh, TNT has uh, has it set up in their contract with uh, AEW that if AEW doesn't uh, constantly provide them with uh, with new material, then they'll be gone. Now that's again, that's just a rumor, and of course that uh, possibly that caused in the contract. Um, could be um, voided, overwritten um, due to the uh, coronavirus pandemic. But uh, let's you know, until unless we know the um, actual nature of the contract, then um, we're you know we're not in a position to. Say anything about it now. uh, Last week, for uh, only the second time ever, NXT did beat AEW in the ratings, uh, which is a little disconcerting because, of course, uh, last Wednesday was the uh, go home show prior to uh, night one of uh, Fighter Fest. And uh, go ahead and uh, run a uh, brief. up of the uh, lineup for uh, for Fighter Fest for both uh, for both nights here. I'll uh, I'll pop I'll pop that uh, up real quick here. Um. Oh, that's last year's. Um. There we go. So um, okay, so here are the here are the matches now. Um for uh, night one, which will be uh this coming Wednesday, uh Kenny o- and Kenny Omega and Adam Page defend the AEW. Um team titles against best friends, Chuck Taylor and Trent. Uh Cody Rhodes, uh, defends the, uh, TNT championship against, uh, Jake Hager, um, uh, Hikado Shida will defend the AEW Women's World Championship against, uh, Penelope Ford, who of course will have, uh, Kip Sabian at, uh, ringside with her, um, Jurassic Express, um, in this case, it'll be uh, Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus teaming up uh, with Stone on the sidelines against uh, MJF and Wardwell. And then um, private party, Isaiah Cassidy and uh, Mark Quinn will have Matt Hardy in their corner. Uh, we'll be facing up against the uh, inner circle team of Santana and Ortiz. And while that is actually going on... Um, Chris Jericho will be providing commentary. Now, um, for uh, night two on uh, July 8th, there will be an eight-man tag uh, featuring FTR and the Young Bucks against uh, Butcher of the Blade and the Lucha Brothers. Colt Cabana and uh, the Dark Order, in this case, uh, Brody Lee and Stu Grayson, will be facing all three members of SoCal Uncensored. Um, Nyla Rose, uh, the former women's champion, will be uh, wrestling an opponent to be named. Um, Lance Archer, one with uh, Jake Roberts in his quarter, will be facing off against uh, Joey Janela. Um... Chris Jericho versus Orange Cassidy and uh, this one will be uh, a real barn burner because of course uh, um, in the uh, brawl last week uh, Jericho legitimately tore open Orange Cassidy's ear and uh, that required several stitches to close. Um, now, now they're both professionals I'm sure that uh, they've Talk everything through and gotten everything settled down. And, of course, uh, the main event is supposed to be the AEW World Championship. Uh, John Moxley defending against uh, Brian Cage with Taz. Um, not uh, knowing exactly when Renee got exposed, well, became uh, COVID-19 positive, um, we're not exactly sure when Moxley was exposed, so therefore we don't know exactly at what point um, his quarantine started. So his potential for being in this match um, might uh, might actually be uh, actually be subject to uh, the question. Um, so we'll so we'll see we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. So, um, well, it looks like, uh, it looks like, uh, um, Lee, unfortunately is not going to be able to make it. So, uh, we're going to go ahead and, uh, end for, uh, this week. Um, join me again next week. Uh, not sure if, uh, Lee will be uh, with me or not. Um, Either way, we'll uh, have ourselves a good time. Hopefully, we'll be able to uh, get back to some more
1: relaxed
0: um, wrestling. Uh, New Japan has started back up, so uh, we'll start talking about them, Uh, see if we can find out any more as far as uh, AAA and CMLL uh, starting back up again. Um, We'll start talking uh, some about uh, extreme rules a little bit of uh, fighter fest and we'll go from there so uh, thank you very much for listening have yourself a great week and we'll be talking to you again next week thank you for listening to live from the dean's den live from the dean's den comes to you every friday night at 10 p.m. eastern on blog talk radio on evolution radio network Replays can be found on Anchor FM, Spotify, iTunes, and wherever else you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next week.